Hey guys, welcome to the Save Continue podcast, where every week we get together and talk about video games and video game related stuff. I'm Shanae Howard. This is Thomas Shelby. Hi. Uh, more affectionately known as Tom or Tommy. And then yeah. this Tomothy. is <laughs> Tomothy, yes, the third. And then this uh, beautiful man is Ryan Robinson. Hi, guys. Um, glad to be here. Just got my name legally changed from Lorian, so I'm really excited about it. <laughs> Did I say Lorian? No, no, but that's. <laughs> and then, how are you guys? And then I'm okay. I'm pretty good. <laughs> What's up? Uh, nothing. I'm excellent today. I'm doing real good. Let me tell you why I'm doing so good. There's this game called The Last Blade 2, and it got rollback netcode. And that's a 22-year-old game. Yeah. And it plays real nice online. It's like we were in the same room together. So, you know, that's nice. That's making my week good. Yeah. Uh, um, I went 40 and 1 against Tom last night, or 1 and 40, I should say. Yeah. So, so are you the 40 or are you the 1? I'm the 1. I knew that. I didn't, I didn't need to ask. You didn't know that, <laughs> Sinead. Ryan's good at fighting games, okay? Yeah. If someone's going to beat someone 40 to 1, like, it's going to be you <laughs> versus, it's going to be you with the 40. He doesn't know this game very well. Yeah, I just bought it yesterday. But we've also discussed about how me and Ryan are bad at video games. <laughs> I mean, I'm at to the point where I don't think I'm bad at video games anymore, Shanae. Oh, well, I see. You're on that island by yourself now. Yeah, it's just an island full of you and James. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. James Wells or Sandusky? Sandusky. I'm talking shit, but he actually beat me in Street Fighter today, so. So. Um, but yeah, what have you guys been playing? That's really about it. I just that and some Street Fighter with Ryan. I haven't found, I haven't made much time for video games this week. Mm. Yeah. Too, too busy running a drug syndicate. Yeah. <laughs> Man, that would be so cool if Tom were doing that. No, you know, <laughs> just other things. You'd have going so on. much money. You'd have so much more money. Yeah, but to you know, I'm off. Stuff. I'm off tomorrow, so I'll probably play some games tomorrow. Right on. Nice. What about you, Ryan? Uh, so I'm still going through that um, uh, that day's gone, and uh, I was telling Tom yesterday. Yeah, don't ride. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Better name. Uh, I was telling Tom yesterday that that game, like from a gameplay standpoint, isn't isn't bad. It's just that, like, the main character, Deacon St. John, man, that guy sucks. That guy just <laughs> really, really sucks. And uh, it's funny because there's a lot, there's a fair amount of stuff around Deacon that's interesting, but Deacon himself is just the worst. Maybe you'll <laughs> like him more if you watch is more he... Sons of Anarchy. I've, I've, the... I've seen Sons of Anarchy in its entirety, and... Uh, yeah, that guy sucks. That guy. So that guy seems like someone watched an episode of Sons of Anarchy and then made that guy. 
Uh, I was like, does he suck because he's boring, or does he suck because he's just a bad character? Uh, I guess both. Because, like, I don't, and I don't know if he's, like, a bad character. I just think, I don't know. I think conceptually he, he's, he could be a good character, but he's just written so poorly, and all his lines are just so bad. It's just, I don't know. Uh, just imagine he's the renegade Lorenzo Lamas. I feel like that'd help. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, I've been playing Street Fighter uh, with, uh, with Tom and the boys. And um, also, like, like Tom said, uh, playing The Last Blade 2 uh, last night. That game, even for being 22 years old, is still very, very good. The game plays so well. Um, it just feels solid. And it's like, it's, it's awesome because, like, it's especially with so many games that come out now that just feel half baked and you get a game that that's that old and still feels good it's awesome and uh lastly sandy got me a code for neo 2 uh, oh nice which uh i've been playing uh, a pretty good amount over the last day and a half um the game is uh it's, so far it's pretty good uh it's definitely challenging um the it's got it's got a, it's got some additional weapons uh, over the that were added from the first game, uh, and also I can make my own character now. So um, my character looks like um, like Lupita Nyong'o, and that's pretty cool. Ooh. You know what makes Love me her. feel bad? It makes me feel bad that you said Sandy got you that. Sandy got me the code. I think day one for. Days gone. Yeah, and I just really did not care for that game. Well, I mean, who's who could have known? You know. Yeah. Who, who yeah. Known? Sandy, Sandy did his best. Yeah, he tried. You stop, you you stop being so mean to Sandy. Mm. Yeah, I feel like I'm pretty nice to that guy, all things considered. Um, I mean, just the, minus all the shit talking you do. I mean, I should talk yeah. to Tom too. You know. Uh, I should talk to you as well, but uh, yeah. But every now and then you compliment us, and I never heard you compliment Sandy. So you should compliment Sandy right now. Yeah, well, why don't you say something nice, friend? You uh, too, Tommy. <laughs> Sandy, you are really good at choosing your character very quickly in Street Fighter. You always know who you want to be, so I'm never waiting on you to decide. So that's nice. It feels like a backhand compliment. <laughs> I mean, it's true. What about you, Thomas? Uh, Sandy, you are the most Texas man I know. And perhaps the most manly man I know. Sure. That, and I salute you. Yeah. That's that's pretty fair. He's very Texas. And he is definitely a manly man. Not yeah. like in a toxic masculinity way. Just like, he's just like a solid manly dude. No, I meant in the toxic kind of way. Yeah. You didn't see what he, <laughs> you didn't see what he said to that lady during that, uh, what was that game we played, Tom? Where we're uh, where were the cops who got ki- who got locked up for murder? Oh yeah, hidden agenda. agenda. Yeah. I was gonna say prison break. <laughs> yeah, he was really mean to that lady. Uh, nice. But, but <laughs> that's, uh, that's mainly it. Yeah. Um, as far as nobody, Animal Crossing. I finally got bl- enough blue and black flowers to make my gloomy island. I've yeah. been re- re- terraforming for that. I. Uh, built a warehouse i uh have like a stage 
now on my island. And, uh, you know, just really... My sister hasn't played as much, so it's really just been a lot of me doing things in the game. And, uh... But a lot of other friends have started playing it now. Yeah. So it's been nice because I've been having them on my island. And I'm like, here are all the extra stuff I have. You can have it. Because it's going to make the rest of your game a little bit easier. Sure. <laughs> That's good uh, of you. Thanks. She's only doing it because she can write it off on her taxes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, Tom Nook doesn't give me a discount, which is bullshit. But whatever. Um, I'm almost debt-free to that fucking raccoon. Yeah. And then... Uh, That's what you think. What I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then... Um, I've just been really, really getting into watching a lot of streamers play Animal Crossing or people who make uh, edited like Animal Crossing content. And, edited how? Uh, huh? Edited in what way? So there's a guy who's been blowing up uh, like, he still isn't, like, a ridiculous amount, but I think he's hit over 100k now of subscribers, but before this, I think he only had, like, 5,000. Yeah. Um, and he was, like, known in Splatoon stuff, but now he's been doing, uh, so now he's been doing, uh, Animal Crossing videos, names Etz, E-T-C-E, like, etc., but just Etz, and, um... That's not his name, I guarantee you. Well, that's how he pronounces his online name. <laughs> sure. It's pronounced uh, that way. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, so uh, he's been... Uh, so he has a side A and a side B, which side A is, like, edited content, so it's, like, shortened down to, like, seven minutes or so yeah. of, like, things he's been doing on his island. Uh, and then he has at side B that's, like, more streams. And side A and side B have been, like, messing with each other. Like, side B will, like, kick off a villager that side A likes and, like, and then created like a prison for all like the current villagers inside a will go up and be like damn you side b and so it's been pretty fun like that thing but a lot of other edited content is just like giving tips some like larger animal crossing uh youtubers will like go and visit like their subscribers islands and stuff like that that's pretty cool so, yeah i just yeah so i've just been enjoying that um <clears throat> And, yeah, just Animal Crossing as always. As always. Uh, since this game launched, um, like, on March 20th. Sure. Part of me, though, really wants to just reset my island. And then... I mean, you uh, could do it. But, like, I have so many things I have cataloged and done now. Yes, but do. I am about... Yes, but you I am, do. But now... I'm about to take Bro off my island because I found uh -oh. out that you can do that. Because, like, uh -oh. creating a cool space for his house, like, took a lot of my land space. Sure. And you I know, really want a soccer, soccer you, field. People do love having land. Yeah. What <laughs> <laughs> do you mean, you people? I feel like that behavior's in your gamers? blood. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gamers? Yeah. yeah. No, but I found out that if I log in as his profile and then delete the Animal Crossing data, it'll take his house out of my, out off of my island. So that's nice. Now I get all that space back. Yeah. Because I made like a, like a cool cool little like Zen garden like like cliffside thing for him. So I was like, well, Bird is going to be in this game, but then he hasn't touched it since the first day. Yeah. And uh, with Jolly Red, um, the guy who comes and gives you like 
paintings and stuff, if you log in as the secondary profile, then you get a second shot to buy things from him. If you've got like a, um, a counterfeit thing, but, um, you know, I still only care about the paintings that much to keep them on my island. And I already asked yeah. him if it's cool. So, and I already, uh, found a way. So I made a, so I got a picture of his character in the game, put, turn it into, uh, di like digital art thing, got a QR code, scanned it into my switch. So now mm. I have a painting with his face in there. So I'm gonna make a memorial room for him. Well, you can put gonna... a tombstone. Yeah. I could, but instead, I'm going to make a memorial room with, like, a bunch of seance stuff. <laughs> I'm just saying spooky island tombstone, you know? Yeah. Where's all your tombstones? It's, it's gloomy island. It's depressing. Oh. Tombstones are depressing. Desperate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I have been playing a lot of DJ Hero. It just completely skipped my mind. But, yeah. Yeah. Going back through those. Uh, one time I asked Tom if he wanted to hang out, but he said he needed he had to go spin a set, and he couldn't yeah. hang out with me. That's true. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, Tom. I've been working my way through both those games, and I'm like, I don't know, like 80% done with the first one. Then I'll nice. move on to part two. But, uh, you know, I've played them both before, but it's time. It's time to play them again. It's t it is time, but yeah, yeah, no, I'm glad on there. And then, but uh, and I dissected one of those bitches to see what makes them tick. I can't I really that. do much in the way of modding that. But you did like seem to like decorate it or put tape on it or something. That's the just, I saw. Yeah, no, that's just uh, what do you call it? A uh, vinyl wrap. But, yeah. I wanted to see, like, could I replace those shitty buttons with some good buttons? But, like, no, it's that's too much work. It's not worth it. Too much. Yeah. Not, not, but, yeah. Um, it is kind of... So, uh, I can't do a good segue. So, this week, we want to <laughs> talk about our favorite games on this current generation. Correct. And, Thomas, would you like to lead the conversation? I don't know, dude. Like remasters or remakes, as far as like remakes that are pretty much the same as the old ones, right? Like yeah. Crash Insane Trilogy, it's the same geometry, right? Uh, Shadow of the Colossus, it's the same geometry. Uh, so nothing like that, right? But Ryan and I discussed it, and we're like, well, Resident Evil remake or like Final Fantasy VII remake are actually different games. Yeah. So those could be there, you know. Regardless, I don't have any of that shit on mine. But I have a stupidly long list here, which kind of makes me feel bad for complaining about this generation so much. <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, we also talked about that a lot of games in this generation could have been on past generations. So that's very true. That's very true. So your complaint's still somewhat valid. But I didn't like really put them in any specific order so i'm just gonna like give so you guys your one top favorite to least favorite got it okay <laughs> i was gonna give you guys one and then i guess like we can just take turns or do you want me to go through all of mine let's just take turns think... until all our lists are done what do you think shanae all right that's what you want to do let's do it all right so i'm gonna start with a game called demon's tilt oh yeah uh, that, that game's real cool so like there used to be some old 16-bit games 
called Devil's Crush and Aliens Crush, and they're uh, digital pinball games, you know? But the tables are all fucking weird and fucking satanic and shit and really crazy. Satan's cool, man. Mechanically, they felt really good to play, at least for back then, you know? Like, better than, like, Sonic Spitball or whatever, right? Uh or Space Cadet, like, felt better than those games, you know? Yeah. Uh, Demon's Tilt is a successor to those games, and it's so good. It's just it's just a lot of fun. Like, I can't say there's anything, like, fucking spectacular about it, but, like, the table animates in just very interesting ways, and it feels like those games, and there's, I don't know, there's just something to it. It's It's a really cool game. And when I think about this generation, it's one of the games I think of. Yeah, I, uh, I actually fire that game up from time to time. Like, uh, just like sometimes I just get in the mood to play some pinball. And I just, because I, I regularly uninstall it and reinstall it whenever I feel like playing it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that game's a lot of fun. Um, it has some like like little like shooter elements to it as well. And uh, a little bit, yeah. Uh, and it's just it's just really neat like the like one of the things that like like big big elements of pinball are like the sounds that the table makes and like all the shit that lights up and like it's just all like very like all the sounds of that on that you know on that game are just really cool um yeah yeah it's just really fun and it's like one of those games like like i remember in middle school you know i had this old fucking computer and it could play games like Doom or whatever, but it couldn't play anything really modern, you know? Yeah. But I would spend fucking hours playing games like Snake and Space Cadet, like a lot of Space Cadet, you know? And uh, it reminds me a lot of that shit. And also, like, I like digital pinball games as far as just, like, Pat. The time Shanae and I played video games together was... I think Pinball Arcade or Pinball FX, one of them. You know. I think it's pin- Pinball FX. I think so, too. Uh, but, like, you know, it's a good time. It's a good time. Very cool. Um, <clears throat> you got one, Ryan? Yeah, so... Um, all right, so I guess the first one I want to talk about is Watch Dogs 2. So... Whoa. Like the first, like the first Watch Dogs, I just, it was very like not, it was just very like by the numbers, like, and uh, it felt very generic. But like Watch Dogs Two was a game that was just like, not only did it not take itself too seriously, but the like just the entire vibe of the game was just such like was just so refreshing, and it didn't feel like uh like it was pandering to like meme culture or anything like it it would reference memes for sure but like it didn't make any like dated references or anything like that and the the humor was very smart and the story was real written and the characters like even the characters that i thought that i would really like really really not like i ended up finding like endearing um like very early on like that guy with the dumb mask yeah like that is the guy that i was i was so sure i would hate that guy i was certain i would hate that guy but i actually like him a lot and um and you know i think that the game has a lot of like really smart uh like commentary like written into the storyline and um and you know 
I've never been to San Francisco, but I've always heard that people who live there like say it's like a very, um, it's a very accurate you know portrayal of that city as far as like the layout is concerned. But you know the the world like like driving around and running around in that world is like just really really fun. Uh, like there's stuff to find and like like fun collectibles to get. And it has this thing in there where like in your smartphone they have like um like fictional versions of like real world apps and like there's this one that is like I'm pretty sure is like <laughs> no I'm pretty sure is like supposed to be Instagram and like <laughs> um and basically like it, it's like a challenge like it'll have like all these locations for you to like take pictures in front of and so you take selfies in front of those different locations and like you get like rewards for it and it's just like like it's just like a cool way to like see different things in the in the in the city um <clears throat> and it was just it's like i love you know the hacking and like i know like that shit's like unrealistic but it's like it's fun you know yeah. and uh and you know i just you know i i really really enjoyed that game and you know i'm glad that i actually you know i uh, just recently finally sat down and just played through it um like because that that was just that was um time that i get to spend with like one of my favorite uh protagonists like i think marcus is just like very very well written and like very likable and very relatable and um and he says like a lot of shit that like that i have thought of and like in my life like he think he talks about like so you're marcus well no but what i'm saying is that like um, I think Marcus is a character who engages with his ethnicity, like is forced to in like a lot of ways, and he's like he's vocalized like different thoughts that I've had about like being black in sometimes spaces where like he's the only black person and shit like that, and it's just and it was like wow, it's it's really cool to have that stuff acknowledged. Like, well, then don't like live now? in San Francisco, you know? <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> Go Louisiana. <laughs> uh, yeah, but like, um, yeah, I really, I enjoyed that game a lot. And um, I'm hoping that, um, like, I don't know, like, what my feelings are about what I've seen, uh, what like, what little I've seen of Legion. But, um, you know, I hope that it that it can, like, I hope that it tells as good a story as, as Watch Dogs 2 did and as, and as, as fun to play. But, yeah. Yeah. Uh so I do have a quick question about like what qualifies if it was coming out at the tail end of last generation can we count it for this or no well I think if it's like a cross generational thing right like Breath of the Wild came out last gen and this gen day and date I think you can count that right uh, but... what about what about Diablo 3 because it came nah. out on Playstation 3 nah, four or five months before Playstation 4 did it came out on Playstation 3 well before Playstation 4 mm-hmm no, because it came out in like it came 20... out. It came out last year. Maybe Reaper of Souls. Yeah, Reaper like of Souls. The original yeah. Diablo three came out on last gen consoles way before. Yeah. Well, I said like, it came out a couple months before it launched. When I was looking at the dates, so I was trying to think about like what I really played with like this gen. I think it's gonna like make me really remember it. Yeah. Um, well, I'll tell you what, Janae. All right. If so, Diablo like, three is what you remember this generation for, fuck it, go for it. Well, it's one of them, but I did also have Breath of the Wild. So we can just already talk about Breath of the Wild. Uh, I don't really think we have anything we haven't said before, but, like, just fantastic game. Oh, yeah. Uh, like, 
I, because a lot of people consider the Switch part of 8th generation, and some say it's 7th, so I don't know, like, what, not Switch, uh, the Wii U. Yeah. So, I feel like that definitely has more leniency on there. I mean, it's just... Nintendo's definitely somewhere in between, right? But, like, it came out on Switch day and date, so, like, it's certainly current, you know? Uh, what came out on, on Wii U before it came out on Switch? Same day. Okay. I mean, we can Google it. I Promise can Google it you. right now. I'll Google it. Promise you. Oh, let's have Brian Google it. I mean, I'll do it. Because <laughs> it won't matter to me if I'm wrong. I'm fine being wrong, but it makes me feel really happy when you're wrong. <laughs> sure. All right, I'm Googling but it But I'm now. not. <laughs> All right. The Legend of Zelda. Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. All right. Yeah, we're gonna. All right. Released on both Nintendo Switch and Wii U on March third, two thousand seventeen. Shocking. Let's move on. (laughs) (laughs) Fantastic game. Uh, Yeah, that game's phenomenal. That game makes me not want to play other open world games that are not that (laughs) game. You know. Yeah. Like for real. Like seriously. It's just so well done. And I, yeah, I have a couple other games on my list that, like, we have talked about before in past games, because as we talked about before, I tend to, like, when I find a game, I stick with it for a couple months before I find a new one. A lot of times I'll play, like, mobile games in between, but I just feel, like, lame for talking about them all the time, because they're they're the same thing. They're all, like, pay to win, but as as soon as I hit that pay block, I just delete it and start the new one. I mean, if it's what you're playing and you're enjoying it, who cares, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't um, think any of those are your games of the generation, though, right? No. There's <laughs> stupid phone games that while somebody at work is complaining about dumb shit that I just play, and I'm like, oh, that's, I'm so sorry. Sure. But yeah, no, just Breath of the Wild was on my list. Uh, Mwah, chef's kiss. You give it two chef's Mwah. kisses, man. Mwah. There you go. Excellent. <laughs> there you go. That's a spicy meatball. Yeah. Uh, thanks to Tom, <laughs> uh, I got to play... I got to play that uh, a little bit, and um, I didn't get too far into it, but just the ways that that game lets you interact with it, and like the way it, like it encourages like experimentation and like improvisation with a lot of stuff, is just like really really impressive, and it accounts for shit that I didn't think it would, and that's like really amazing to me because not a lot of games do that. Um, yeah, I I hope to finish that game someday. <laughs> One day. Not, not today though. <laughs> well, whenever Tom gets done borrowing my Wii U, you can borrow that. I, I'm not gonna be done borrowing it. No, so. you might as well just buy another Wii U, man. <laughs> uh, yeah. Tetris Effect is like so so fucking good. I love that game. Yeah. So much. Uh, so that's enhanced, right? So it's it's a lot of the same guys. It's Mizuguchi and team, right? So the guys that did Res and uh, Luminous and, you know, a lot of other badass games. But, like, I don't know, man. I must... Uh, in my lifetime, I must have played at least 30 or so different Tetris games, you know? Yeah. And uh, Tetris Effect is up there. It's certainly not my favorite Tetris, but it's up there, man. Right. Like, 
what do the you... way the game plays and the fact that it's not like it is about score, but like the main campaign, like that's not really what it's about. It's about just kind of like it's about being in the zone, you know? Yeah. Like that's that's such a cool idea to base a game around and actually have that work out, you know? Yeah. And I know it's not going to work out that way for everybody, right? Like a lot of people were just bad at Tetris, and like that's okay. But like it's not. But like the game <laughs> does a, does a better job of teaching you Tetris than any other Tetris game. Yeah. You know, it's got all these different modes, and each of those modes is there to teach you a gameplay element that works in most all Tetris games. You know. Yeah. Um, the music's phenomenal. The visuals are phenomenal. And, like, I don't think a, a fucking puzzle game has ever made me feel emotional before, yeah. you know? But, like, Tetris Effect certainly can get you there, man. Yeah. Uh, it's, I, uh, it's rad. Yeah. Like, a lot of, like, I, I think that the best, the best way to describe my experience with it is just, like, there are, there's such, a, like, an interesting synthesis of, like, with the... With the the music and the visuals and just the gameplay and like the sound design and like all of it like just fits together so well, and mm-hmm. then it, it takes you through the different like it transitions you from one board to the next like so seamlessly, and it's just it's an amazing it's an amazing game and like and and like I think like a lot of people that were like initially like you talk about how good Tetris Effect is, and people. You know, initially it was like, well, it's just, it's Tetris. Like, how amazing could it be? But, like, but you actually play it, and it just, it's a Tetris game. I think the first time, like, I've ever played Tetris, I was like, man, this Tetris feels really good. It, like, feels really good to play this game. Um, I It reminds me, like, it makes me think of my sister a lot, because, like, you know, we grew up playing games together. And, like, she bought a PlayStation for this game, Yeah, you know? And, like, we'd go back and forth on, like, leaderboards in this game and back and forth on trophies for this game. Yeah. Uh, and both competing in the same weekend rituals and stuff like that. And, like, yeah. it's been a long time since we've had that kind of thing together. So, yeah, it was really cool. Really cool game. Um, well, Sinead's not here, so. Uh, yeah, she's dead. Yeah, she, <laughs> the, the, the ghost got her. Um. So I guess I'll just I'll do I'll do mine. Uh, so I, I also have Yakuza Zero on here. Oh yeah. And uh, so you know I had played Yakuza before, right? Um, I have the first game on PS2, um, but I bought it like after the announcement of Zero and Kiwami. So I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so like, don't ask me why I did that, <laughs> but. Uh, but uh, so I decided, like, I, I got, like, 10 minutes into that game. And then I was like, you know, what? I'm just going to play Zero, and then I'm going to play Kiwami, and it's going to be fine. Um, yeah. In hindsight, I think I should have played Kiwami first and then Zero. But That's it, what I hear. That's what I hear. But uh, anyway, but, like, Zero was, like, my definitely, like, my first formal introduction into the Yakuza series. Mm. And, man, like, I guess, like, the most reductive way I've, I've described it is it's Shinmu if Shinmu was fun, but uh, I think it's I think there's like a lot more to it than that. Like, like the story, like the the main story is really good, 
uh, like talks about like it's like all about betrayal and revenge and like brotherhood and all this other shit and it's like it's really awesome um, but like it's all also like really over the top and like you know the action is cool like all the like the different like moves and like using the environment like like you'd be fighting in the like some guys would pick a fight with you in the street and then you like find like a uh like a the sign for a like a light up sign for a store on the side of the street and it's like take it like bash a dude over the head with it and it's just really it's like it's like really satisfying it has like a lot of impact to it but like uh kiryu the main character like he's just he's also like really awesome he's like this like he's always like all about like honor and like doing what's right but like but he's also like in like like endearingly naive about like certain things because he was like also in prison for 10 years and uh uh but like even still like in in zero though before like before he went to prison he's still like this young yakuza who's like still trying to figure shit out and it's just a really really awesome awesome game with an awesome story but like it also allows you to play as like um as one of like the like I guess Kiryu's main antagonist uh, before he became that uh, this guy named Goro Majima and um, and the story like goes between the two of them like like the shit that they're having to deal with and um, but also he's like a vehicle into like probably the most addictive minigame I've ever played which is where you use him as like you play as him to, as a manager of a host uh, a hostess club and like and like you have to like the whole mini game is like your uh like guests come in you have to seat them with a specific girl they might ask for a girl you have to make sure she's available and you have to like give like uh like <laughs> like meet their requests and everything it's just it's really cool um so store manager is your favorite mini game uh yeah i guess sounds so. more like pimp is your favorite mini game. <laughs> uh, uh well, well I mean, that's kind of what these health clubs are yeah. So. yeah sure sure um but yeah the, it's it's really cool and you know i i uh i haven't given that series as much time as i would like like i'm still working through kiwami honestly but like um everything about like that those characters and that fiction like i was really into it with uh with zero and kiwami already has me uh has me pretty interested too so and there's like six games and like a seventh on the way so um yeah i'm definitely playing through that series but if it weren't for i think it if it weren't for zero i wouldn't have been as invested uh, in the story and these characters as i as i am i rec i strongly recommend everybody play that game i played like maybe that's the only game in the series that i've played but i've only played maybe three hours of it yeah and uh i liked what i played I don't know. We'll see. Maybe. Yeah. It's. I don't think it's for everybody, but like, I think that if like, I there are there are elements of that kind of of, of that game that I think will speak to a lot of people. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm looking forward to finishing it and getting up to like the latest game. Uh, finishing uh, Kwame, I mean, and getting up to the latest game. But yeah, Yakuza Zero is pretty fucking rad. And uh, play play it if you haven't. Uh, yeah, sorry about missing my turn, but I was just going to say Kingdom Hearts. We all knew it was going to come out, so sure. might as well just say it now. That's okay. Uh, yeah. It's been since PS2, since a numbered game came out. Um, I think that, of course, like there is complaints about it, and I think there are some valid complaints, but I think it is a an amazing game in the series. 
I think it does the franchise justice. I think if you like all the other games, you will like this game. And, um... I mean, I think the thing <laughs> to remember is we're talking about our favorite games, right? Yeah. Not what everybody's favorite game is or what the best game is. So yeah. if you like Kingdom Hearts 3, good. Yeah, I just... It was more of that good boy goodness that I loved about the other series. I yeah. loved, uh, like... Seeing what's going on. I love seeing the final installment of the I thought they're calling it like Darkbringer series or on that. Um I Does it feel I, like there's closure? I feel like there is. Like I yeah. feel I feel like there is a lot of ways that they can keep going on with the story. I feel like I'm sure there they will, are but... and I, well, no they they will. They just have said yeah. that this is the last of like this series with like Sora and Xanart. Yeah. And um, yeah, I think there's a lot of ways to go from with this franchise to other things. I think that even having a new uh, like villain keeping Sora or going on to any of the other people, I, I, uh, there are still like a lot of questions that I want to know. Like, what is this thing? Like, why did this happen in this like cross union game? Like, who is the master of masters? What is in this fucking trunk? Like, I want to know certain things. <laughs> uh, I want to know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Is it Mickey? Yeah, so, is he in the trunk? No. Oh. No, because you see Mickey as a student, as a pupil. Oh. Yen uh, Sid is, 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 <laughs> is his Keyblade master. But, uh, yeah, no, like, I, there's a lot of things about the Keyblade history and stuff I want to know, and I... And I feel like I feel good about where they left the story off, and I am very excited about where they go next with it. Yeah. And I think for that reason alone, like, would make this one of the best games of this generation for me is, like, but I also think it's, like, are my, not best, but I guess, like, favorite, but I think even if it was, like, kind of shitty, which I don't think it was, right. maybe if it was, I think that just because it is the final installment and I've been waiting for three for so long, it yeah. has to be my favorite list, just because it is something that's more Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> yeah, dude, I, I can think of very few franchises that I hold close that I've been waiting that long for, you know? Yeah. Well, also, that's I mean, really you cool. Waited, you waited a long time for Last Guardian and then didn't play it. <laughs> I almost, like, I beat that game several times. Didn't oh, I play didn't it. play it. No, dude, I beat the hell out of that game. Yeah, he killed it. Oh. Yeah. Murderer. Uh, the only, the only, uh, the only thing of Last Guardian I ever played was that VR demo. And as a matter of fact, I need to put that on this list. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can just talk about it now because yeah. otherwise our lists are going to be from how long we're describing each game. It's just going to be a forever long episode. That's okay. It's a long episode. Yeah. Get over it, Shanae. You don't yeah. have anywhere to be. Yeah. Do you have anywhere to be, Shanae? I I got some pizza to eat before. Hey, you can before check the, out whenever you need to. Yeah, okay. man. Before the pal wakes up and then destroys it. <laughs> Look, The Last Guardian uh, was very divisive. And, you know, I think very I much mean, like very way? much like Kingdom Hearts 3. Because there were there were outlets that gave it Game of the Year and outlets that tore it apart, you know? But yeah. uh, I, I love that game, man. Ueda is a fucking genius, man. Like... His games are, for the most part, about companionship. And, like, it's interesting because it feels like Call of the Wild and White Fang 
mixed together, you know, and like it's and just having that AI, that AI is like strangely believable, you know, very strangely believable. I don't know. It's that's just a fantastic game. You're talking about the AI for the for Trico, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Pokemon. Yeah. The, <laughs> um, yeah, I remember, like, and granted, like, I get that this is, like, by no means, like, the same experience, but uh, I remember when I played that VR demo, like, I was, like, I was definitely, like, really impressed by, like, the way, you know, that thing moved and, like, the way it reacted to things, and it just, and, like, uh, even, like, there are times where, like, it would do something where, like, it was about to, like, like jump a gap and it would like hesitate for a second and yeah. make sure that it could make it. And it was just, it was really neat. Um, and I know like a lot of people don't like the fact that he makes controls the way that he does, you know, and a lot of people can find those controls to be frustrating, but like, I love that he does that shit, man. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, heard a lot of really good things about last guardian never played it so like but the way that you and other people talk about it makes me want to play that game yeah it's pretty great also like oddly creepy you know yeah i need to play it so so i need so i can find out what's in those barrels yeah i heard that uh the content learning the content of those barrels is unsettling so it is i'm looking forward to that is it humans are well, humans just, in the don't, barrels? Don't don't answer the question, Tom. Don't <laughs> yes or no? Question. Is there dead human bodies in those don't barrels? Answer, don't answer the question, Tom. I haven't played the game. I don't want to be spoiled. You can just text her. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, all right. And then what, what about you, got, you Ryan? Ryan? All right. So um, I have this here, Hellblade. Uh, send you a sacrifice. Hmm. Um. So I didn't, I didn't play the game right away, but when I actually sat down and finally gave that game my time, um, I didn't put it down until I was finished. Um, that game does so much with, you know, relatively so little and makes like, I think that one of the things I've talked about every time I've mentioned, every time I brought that game up is the sound design in that game and like especially like when you play that game with headphones and you hear the voices in Senua's head like on both sides of you and like they're just like like say like like you know sometimes doubting you other times taunting you other times encouraging you and like sometimes all of those at the same time and it just makes for like an experience like I've never had uh, like an unsettling experience like I've never had. Um, I think Sinua as a character is just very interesting. She's very, she was very well acted. Um, and it was, I think one of the things that I dealt with a lot was like, there were times where like Sinua like seemed like increasingly desperate and like you could like through that performance you could like feel it and like especially like in the later parts of the game like she just seems like so fucking desperate and like just almost to the point of panic and it's just it's really really great and you know i i th- i don't think that i've 
I don't think that I've been able to bring myself to play that game a second time, uh, just because of just like I feel How like intense it is. It, it's very for me. It was very intense. I don't and I don't think that everybody else had that experience. But like for me, I found that game to be like very intense. Um, but goddamn, if that game's not well made, um, yeah, I like that game a lot. I like Hellblade a lot. Uh, the interesting thing about it is like. You know, Melina Jurgen's performance as Senua was really good, especially considering the fact that, like, it was made on an old-school budget, right? Like, yeah. this is, I think, their community manager. Like, this is yeah. her first time acting, yeah. right? And that's the way it was with, like, PS2 games. Yeah. But they didn't act like that. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so that's pretty cool. My, my biggest problem with Hellblade is, like, my own fault, right? I followed this game's development for like a year yeah. before it ever launched. And sometimes seeing how the sausage is made like really does sully your experience. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I love that game. It's fantastic, you know, it really is. But like there are it's hard to play it and not look at the things that you know, you know. Yeah. 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 Yeah, no, that makes sense. It's one of those times. I, I I do think that there are, and I think it's too easy. It needs to. Be, it should have been a harder game. Uh, oh, you could make it a harder game. Uh, Talking about your dick. Oh sure, sure. <laughs> I, I'm gonna do that in a little bit, as a matter of fact. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you know, I that's like there's there are definitely times where I'm where I think like there is such a thing as having too much information. And I think that's definitely one of those times. Um, but again, you know, I that was I I actually remember saying that I felt like that game to me was the most important game that came out that year. Um, and I still believe that very much. Um, uh, maybe one day I'll play mm -hmm. it again, or I'll just play the sequel. I'll just play the sequel. Yeah. Uh, my next game is. Fire Emblem Three Houses. Yeah, baby. I love that game. I still love that game. I so part of me is almost mad at Animal Crossing for taking up so much of my time because every time I see it on my little Switch dashboard, I'm like, yeah. I should play that game. But I'm like, but my flowers need watering, so sure. no. Uh, but what about like, the flowers of a, friendship though? Yeah, those need watering. I already too. like, I already maxed out all my friendship. Um. <laughs> Yeah, me too. And I think <laughs> <laughs> so. I don't know. I just like I, like I, I never finished my fourth playthrough of it. I finished three of them. So I mean, I saying finished... that says a lot, right? Yeah, I never finished my fourth playthrough. Like you know, you played a lot of that game. Oh yeah, like, especially since this isn't like a short game. Right. Like, and there, there's like besides one route. There's only like one ending for each of them, besides just failing. And I don't know. I just like I think that once I start slowing down, and once I get to my island to where like I'm happy with it, I feel like I'm gonna go back to Fire Emblem. Like I, there's so many games I want to try out. Like I want to do that like neighbor game on the Switch where you like find out what's in your neighbor's basement because they're being all creepy. Yikes. Uh, it's like Hello Neighbor or like oh you don't want to play that bullshit. Uh, that, guy, right. that guy's that guy's my friend. I'm mad now. That guy's my friend. <laughs> Shanae, if well, you if, if you are intrigued by Hello Neighbor, then play Hello Neighbor. Don't let Tom tell you what not to play. If you want to if you want to play Hello Neighbor, That's then check true. out Hello Neighbor. Oh, yeah, Follow it like... up with some Borderlands. 
<laughs> nah. Well, I still need, I still need to get Pokemon. I love Pokemon. <clears throat> I was like trying to go through my Switch and like figure out what I wanted because I had I have some stuff on like my wish list or things. You didn't that, get like, Pokemon have... yet? What? That seems no. I that seems get... weird. Wow. I know. I know it's weird. Like. I know, but <laughs> use some of that Trump money. Yeah, what do you do with your stimulus <laughs> check? I I put it into savings. I still need to play Jedi, Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, oh, yeah. like there's, a, there's a bunch of games I still need to play, but like Animal Crossing. Sure. sure. I mean, I, if you're having fun with Animal Crossing, then you're saving money, man. Yeah. I yeah. I'm penniless. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I'm a peasant. Yeah. But, uh, no, but, like, seriously, like, Fire Emblem, I, I like a lot of the Persona aspects into it. I'm also just gonna throw out there, anyways, Persona 5, like, of course, like, mm. uh, is, but to be fair, like, I don't really have a lot of other Persona experience to yeah. compare it to. You but don't have other from, Persona experience, man. But from what I've heard, it's, like, it's very comparable to, like, a lot of, uh, uh, but a lot of the changes in Fire Emblem are very Persona-like in Persona 5 as far as the days and things like that. Yeah. And Persona. I don't know. I just, like, I played other Fire Emblems and none of them have got me like this one did. Yeah. The characters are super endearing. I like a lot of the, like, different aspects of the gameplay, but it doesn't feel like too much. I don't feel like my ADD is pulling me 17 different ways where I'm like, I need to do all these things. Mm -hmm. It's all, it's structured it's in manageable. a way... Yeah, it's structured in a way that I think leaves open uh, opportunities open to change how you want to play it. But also, like if you don't want to put that much thought into it, it's ve still very easily playable where goals are attained. Right. Yeah. And I, I need to. I need to play that game. It's so good. Yeah. Um, I'm about to buy that bitch again because uh, I heard I heard about the the um, the changes they made in Royal, and I'm like that oh, sounds. Oh, I thought you meant. I thought you meant Fire Oh, Island. we were talking about Fire Island 3. Oh, you said, I, thought, I thought I heard you say Persona 5. Yeah, I was, I was just comparing the... Oh, the, uh, the, changes my bad. In, the changes I, in Fire Emblem 3 to Persona changes. I, I guess... Like, or just I, being Persona like I got distracted because, Sinead, when you're talking, like, out of a sudden, like, as you've been talking, I've been hearing, like, another voice saying what you're saying as you're saying it, and it's been really creeping me out. And I don't know what's going on. It sounds like a, like a demon. Are you... Senua? Not a raging demon, <laughs> but it's there. Oh well. That's just that's just me. That's just what I really sound like. I've oh, been sure. masking my voice this my, entire time. My true voice. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm really a demon. It's why I'm so terrible. The last Fire Emblem I really got into was Awakening. Uh, I've been Awakening. I, I definitely and I like this much this more. And I Which think says a lot because I loved Awakening. Yeah, but didn't you need, like, a second part to Awakening? Like, I, I remember getting, like, super into it, and they were being, like, a... No, you're thinking of the one after Awakening. That oh, had, like, I am. three different games, which people thought Three Houses was going to be three different games, but it wasn't. No. no, I just... Yeah, I remember there also being... I didn't get into it. I think that maybe I... I maybe I didn't play the other ones. I don't know. Not the point. The point is, though, Three Houses, fantastic. Love it. It's one of my favorites. When I see it on my screen, I'm sad I'm not playing it, but other things have my attention. You'll go back to it one day. You might, Rabbit. You might. Like a, like, <laughs> like an abusive ex. You'll be back to it. Yikes. <laughs> Next game. <laughs> Next game. Please. <laughs> Jesus, Shanae. 
Is it me? Is it yep. Ryan? Uh, I think it's Tommy. Yeah, it's you, Tom. Okay. Uh, let's see. Well, I guess I have to say near Automata. You guys know I love of that course. shit. Yeah. Uh, just all around. That's uh, that's a very very my kind of game. You know. Yeah. Yeah. The combat's yeah. awesome. The, the gameplay's awesome. The robot's sexy. It needs more fighting game, fighting game aspects for you to, for it to be the, the quintessential Tom game, but it's close. Well, no, because if you think about like that sort of combat system, you know, Bayonetta, right? Uh, DMC, like it is very fighting game ish. You know. I'm just, um, I'm just saying, if you throw throw a Hadouken and a Ryu in there, like I feel like sure. it's a perfect Tom game. But yeah, the story, man. That story's awesome. It's it's the only video game, and I'm not going to say exactly what it is because it's the, a heavy spoiler for that game, but, like, it's the only video game that allows you to do something for a real person that I can think of, you yeah. know, and that's pretty neat. Uh, and it's just, it's just so fantastic. The fucking music, Keiji Okabe and Emmy Evans. Let's talk about this music for a second, Okay. Okay. Like, that's a, that's another episode. No, it's not. <laughs> like, the songs are written in like a believable way, in in where like it's this fusion of genres, right? So it sounds like genres that don't exist yet because they don't. But like, you could see music evolving to that, yeah, right. And it, and then Emmy Evans has this chaos language, which she came up with it in a previous game, right? But like, it's a combination of many real world languages, and like that's how language is actually born, right? And yeah. that's how language is made. So like thousands of years from now, there very well very well could be language like that, you know? <laughs> yeah. And like that's just such an interesting thing to do for such a small percentage of a game. Yeah. And the whole game does that, you know? It's fucking nuts. That game, that game is that game seems really cool. I haven't given it. I've played uh, such a small portion of that game, uh, but I really, I really would like to finish it because I want to. I I remember watching you play through, like, because I remember you were cleaning up some of the the trophies for that game. And uh, you were just, like, getting, like, the endings that you hadn't gotten yet. So I remember watching you do a few of those. And, um, like, I, I remember watching it, and I was like, man, this game uh, this game goes places. This game gets, it really does. This game man. gets nuts. And I, I want to – I really want to see where, where it goes. But it's, um, like, everything, though, right? Like, meaningful side quests. My yeah. biggest slam on Borderlands pre-sequel, right, is the bullshit side quest. And, like – Every fucking side quest is like it blows your mind. You can sit and think for hours about what what one fucking NPC says to you. You know. Yeah. That's really weird, but it's yeah. really cool. Yeah. Very. It looks to be a very well made game, and I I'm looking forward to actually to actually giving yeah. it more of my time. But. Uh. All right. What what game you got, Ryan? Uh. So, I got Dying Light on here. Mm. Uh, so I remember, uh, I remember I got to play like Tom and I got to play this at PAX South, like I think the year it came out. And, um, I remember 
in the little time that I spent with it, I was like, that was that was cool. Uh, maybe it'll. I'll see what it. I'll see how it turns out. And then I remember buying it, and I was like, whoa, this game is actually pretty rad. So, um, if you don't know, Dying Light is a game where uh, with a heavy emphasis on like environment traversal and like and killing zombies for the most part. <laughs> um, but like the, it's just really cool because um, I've not played a first-person game where the, I have not played many. I should say I haven't played many first-person games where the environments were that fun to navigate, uh, especially when we're talking about, like, an open-world first-person game. Like, you know, like, we have the Far Cry games, which are, you know, open-world, but the world, the, the world isn't that interesting to navigate. Like, you drive from one place to another, or you fast travel or whatever, but... It's just really fun in Dying Light to like climb over buildings and jump over gaps and like, and do and like and just do all this other crazy shit that she can do, and um, it's just really neat. And like also like the weapon crafting is fun and and like seeing all the different things you can put together. Like the like I had like I think by the time I finished the game I had like three different kinds of machetes that all did different status effects and and um oh yeah 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 that was cool yeah and like um and it was cool because like um the developer support is still supporting that game like they're still putting out shit for that game and they have to because the new one's never gonna happen <laughs> yeah i guess that's true uh <laughs> but like it's just like they have so much fucking content for that game but like it's just that game is it, to me is like just endlessly fun, and it's one of the few games that I think, like, because I, I remember as a kid, like zombie shit used to scare the like just scare me so bad, and then I guess I got older, like it didn't really have an effect on me, and I think this is like the first zombie game that I played in a while that had something in it that had like an element that scared me. Uh, when you're being chased at night. Yeah, that shit. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> so like that is pretty creepy. It's, it's pretty so scary. Like because like your um, your your field of vision is just like so like small. Like they make sure that it just feels like you can barely see anything around you, and uh, this crazy super powered zombie thing like will chase after you and it's not and like unlike like the regular zombies it, it can climb up on shit it could jump it can it could run really fast and like so there are often times where you are finding yourself running away from it because it's really i don't know that it's really viable to try to fight it and you have a um like all like those zombies are uh uh, uh sensitive to uv light so you've got this UV flashlight, and as you're being chased, you can turn around and flash him in the face with it. But it's just so fucking scary because when you turn around, like he's like right on your heels, and it's just, it's intense uh, and such. It's a fun, like it's a fun kind of scary that I really enjoy. Um, but overall, the game is just really, really well made, and just like it's just fun to run around in that world, even after you finish the main game, and just like clean up like trophies or whatever. It's just, it's really neat. Um, the story is just, it's dumb, but it serves as a good enough vehicle to move you through from place to place. Um, I hope the second one happens at some point, but, uh, you know, I mean, it, it looked far in development. Yeah. It looks, know? it looks pretty much done, but, but it was already supposed to be out. Yeah. This but is also the team that delays games until they don't exist. Yeah. So we'll see, but the game that the game that does the dying light that does exist at this point is really awesome. Um, 
I have a hard time watching people play it because is it because like it's not, it's not how you would play it. Well, no, it's not that. It's just like when you're not in control of what they're doing, like it's really easy to like feel like kind of queasy because there's like a lot of rolling uh, around and jumping and like it's just it's just a lot. But yeah, it's a very good game. I like that game a lot. Um. So as far as goes, I'd say Nightshade on the Switch. I think it. Uh, it's a and it's an Atomi game. It's one of the better Atomi games that I've played this generation. If we're gonna include mobile games or like mobile ports over to other consoles, um, absolutely, yeah. Yeah. So on there, uh, like it's nothing that's like not been in four. It's another samurai Atomi game. Uh, like it's less intense than I feel like Hikuiki is. Uh, and I don't know. I just like uh, when I was in a funk and I hadn't played in a new. Tommy game in forever like I just kept replaying the same ones that I already owned because I loved yeah. them and I knew they were good like yeah. I knew that this was like a good story and I have the memory of goldfish so sometimes it was like playing it for the first time and I'm like oh yeah this happens in there and it was like fun nostalgic but like it's one of the newer ones that I played that I was like man I didn't waste my money on this yeah. like which is how I felt with a lot of Tommy games <laughs> I just like <laughs> it's like oh this game is bullshit Got it. Thanks, Atomi game. Appreciate that. Yeah. Um, or um, not enough Garfield. The... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I I liked all the like each character had two endings. A lot of times there's characters that like only will have like one ending, but like the main character will have like four or whatever. The like, canon character that they're supposed to end with or something like that. And I don't know. I felt like a lot of games that you feel like, oh, this is the canon character, but, like, a lot of times in Nightshade, I felt like there was no, like, canon character. Yeah. Even though I know that there is. But it didn't feel that way, which always feels good to not feel like you're picking the person with a lesser story. They just give fuck about. So they're just like, yeah, I know this is a guard. I don't give a shit. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, Nightshade was pretty good. I'd say it's one of my favorites. That's a cool one. Uh, so, like, like with games like that, like, is it the story that gets you, like, is it only the story, or is it, like, because, you know, with, Visual like, a lot of, story. you know, like, with a lot of Otomis, like, it's some stock background image, right? You know, like, that always puts yeah. me off. Yeah. Um, I mean, sometimes it has to be with all the amount of, like, link. that has to be, but it has to be for the price point with all right. of the conversation and options that you have and things going on with that. Um, Nightshade doesn't do as good as as the company Chariots that I talk about their games a lot, um, yeah. of giving the MC a personality, but I did feel like I had more of one in Nightshade than I did with other games. Yeah. But it's, like, it is visual. I, of course, if I'm going to have to look at the same picture for, like, an hour, I want it to be a good picture. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Uh, And then, of course, like, also the story, where I feel like there is going to be, with every Atomi game, especially if you play all of the routes, there is going to be a lot of repeat. It's just just what's going to happen. It's not like, it's, there's very few Atomi games out there where you're not seeing the same, like, blocks of dialogue that keep the story going. Like, there's a lot of the ones that were, like, your pets become humans, and they're hot guys, and they want to date you. There's only so many, like... My horse prints. Right. Yeah, where you see a horse as a, as a beautiful man, and no one else does. <laughs> and he chops leeks in the creepiest way, but you love it. Yeah. Uh, 
but uh yeah but like there's just there's going to be things that where there's story markers you can tell where all of the stories kind of hit the same beats in there at least to a certain point normally like the first like if we're gonna put it in chapters normally the first five to like ten chapters depending on how long of a game it is uh are going to be generally the same but mix out certain instances with another character you're going to find these pets like it's like if they're pets and you're going to take them into your home you're going to take care of them feed them you're gonna be a sad girl and then something magical one night's gonna turn into hot dudes like that's just that's just gonna be the same beats no matter what storyline you pick and uh so those are gonna be the same but i like nightshade i did feel like there was a lot of differences as far as the characters you go you also see different uh areas depending on which character you pick which i always like because a lot of games they have it where no matter what character you pick as your main boo uh that uh like you see them in the same area and it's just a different person in the same background and so it's always nice to have that variety to where you feel like each route that you go through is a special like thing and that you feel like your character is different with each character so a lot of times it just feels like you're because they are trying to like have it where you can impart personality or imagine it how you want so don't try to dictate it too much since it's just a fantasy of you dating these hot people um but like i feel like nightshade threw in some good things in there didn't reinvent so, anything but well done so there's this fighting game series i like a lot called undernight inbirth and mm-hmm. i kind of want to give you like access to my psn so that you can play it because like the story mode for that game is literally just reading, you know? It's basically yeah. VN, like it's all VN, you know? I, 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 that's my favorite kind of biting right? game. <laughs> hours and hours of it. And like, while I love the game, I have no idea what's going on with the story because I don't want to read all of that. <laughs> oh, I, I'm i a super fast reader, so like, yeah. yeah. But, uh, that's yeah, that's, that's shit. Um, So, there's this game called Dusk. I think that for okay. me, Dusk for you. is the best first-person shooter, uh, single-player first-person shooter, I should say, in probably the past 20 years, in my opinion. Um, and it kind of makes sense, right? Because it's a throwback game. It's supposed to feel like old shooters. It feels kind of like a mix between Unreal and Quake. Uh, but, like, fuck, man. It's just, like, it feels so much better than anything new. And even anything that new that tries to feel old, right? Yeah. It, yeah. It, it feels better than Doom. It feels better than Wolfenstein, you know? Uh, well, it's just in 3D. <laughs> that's old. That's actually old. <laughs> but, yeah. but, you know, like, like, it feels better than the new versions of those games. Um, obviously, the production value is not there. Obviously, the visuals for Doom are, are better. The visuals for Wolfenstein are better. You know the the mission structure is better in, in especially in Wolfenstein than than in Dusk, right? But like, if you're looking for a linear single player uh, first person game with with old school sensibilities, you know, with things like strafe jumping, uh, you know, and, and it controls in such a way that they decline to release it on consoles, right? Because you can't do that with a controller. Uh, it's just fantastic. It's awesome. Super awesome. Yeah. 
What about you, Ryan? Uh, so, speaking of Wolfenstein, I have Wolfenstein 2 The New Colossus on, on here. And uh, <laughs> so, I love the fuck out of that game, man. So I think that I, uh, one of the things about the new Wolfenstein games is that I think a lot of developers are reticent to release a first-person shooter that doesn't have a multiplayer mode, um, because I, I a lot I think that you know a lot of times it's believed that a, a game won't sell well or catch down on its own without it, but uh, the reboot of the Wolfenstein franchise is just they're you know. Both both of those games, well, I guess all three of those games are all single player games, um, but they're just so they're so so See, good. There's like four of them bitches now. Yeah, Five, so, technically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you got that VR one too. Cyberpilot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, man, I think that you know there are a couple of things that really impressed me about about uh, the reboot of the series. And I think first and foremost is I, I have never, until playing that first game, I have never <laughs> cared about BJ Blazkowicz. Just never. I never cared about him as a character. He was just the guy holding the gun, and I and that was it. But like they they gave him depth and personality, and like just made him just a really really great character, a really sympathetic character, especially in New Colossus. Like, when it deals with, like... Because I think New Colossus... Um, <laughs> go ahead, Tom. No, it's not. Okay. Uh, I think New Colossus is... It, it, like, continues with you, like... Like, of course, like, you're killing more Nazis and everything. But, like, then it, it explores, like, a lot of the shit behind, like... Uh, about, like... Like, exactly what is wrong about being a Nazi. Like, as if you need that spelled out. But like it, it, some people do. It actively in, it engages with like you know like the hatred and the racism behind the Nazi regime and like, and then like you know the characters that BJ meets like especially like this this like uh like the remnants of like this uh, of this Black Panther group who like joins up with him and like to fight the Nazis, it's just really 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 like the story is just really cool and. Like, the story, like, also goes, like, so, like, BJ's past, like, into his childhood and, like, dealing with, like, all the shit with his, like, his, like, really shitty dad and and everything. And it's just, it's just... Fuck shitty dads. Like, seriously. But, um... I yeah, mean, don't. They don't, they don't yeah, need more Yeah, don't, don't, don't fuck your dad. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> but the... I never thought that a first-person shooter of any kind could have a story beat that made, that, like, made me tear up. And this game did it twice <laughs> in like two different parts. And it's just, it was like, I think of, I talk about like what I felt, what I felt like Half-Life did for storytelling and first person shooters. And I feel that like at present in like modern, in like, like in the modern age of video games, I think that Wolfenstein is doing for, has done for me now Wolfenstein 2 did for me now what, you know, Half-Life did for me 20 years ago. And um, and on top of that, like, if nothing else, shooting shooting uh, Nazis in that fucking game is just, fuck, it's just fun. Like, they just made shooting Nazis. It's, that, it's just fun. Like, they're, 
there's never like don't get me wrong i'm always down to shoot some nazis but shooting nazis in this game is especially good uh so yeah i like i really like i really like new colossus a lot um so this last game i had on my list uh gotta work the new uh i guess relaunch of the franchise with the uh the viking theme i honestly if they shadow drop this like uh the new like gotta like tomorrow then i would i would i would drop animal crossing in a heartbeat that's how much i really am excited about the new game like i really want to play it i like I just I really like mythology. Like all, it just ticked all the boxes for me. Like that the, that the original series did when I first encountered it. Because I feel like I I think I only started playing God of War one like a little bit before God of War two came out. So yeah. I didn't really have to wait on those. And I don't know. It just like ticked some boxes as far as like things I like. Just gratuitous violence, sexiness. <laughs> it's funny. It's, it's funny, Shanae, because like. <laughs> Based on, like, the games that, like, I always hear you talking about playing, like, I never thought that, like, any game the God of War uh, series or franchise would be, like, your thing. But I mean, I used to play a lot of first-person shooters. I mean, I play a lot of MMOs, like, in yeah. a lot of different varieties. Yeah. As far you as did, that goes. You did the God also... of War deep dive, though, man. Like, you, you, got, you got into that shit. Uh, yeah, no, I, um, it's... It's a a game that's not very hard, and as somebody who's bad at games, sure. loved it for that reason. Uh, <laughs> and uh, but also just like I don't know, if something like checks any of my interest box, I'm like, yeah, no, that's my shit. And sometimes it's disappointing, and I end up being wrong. But God of War did not like it was such. I think it was really really well made. Like if they're going to take that franchise and quit the numbering system, restart it over, give them a new theme. Angry Dad in the Vi- in Norse mythology is a great way to go. Sure. Like, I, I love it. I <laughs> love it. We like, need more love... Angry Dads. I mean, he's an Angry Dad who cares. Sure. Sure. <laughs> he seems he's to. Just, it's, I mean, it's a really shitty kid. I don't blame him for being so angry. <laughs> like, uh, <clears throat> it's not like he has a lot of, like, good parental representation. But anyways. Yeah. But, uh, no, I just, I really like when we played Jotun. I really like that. I really like Greek mythology. I like Nordic Man, mythology. I forgot about that game. That game was sweet. Yeah, it was. But uh yeah, no, as far as if you're going to relaunch a new series, I'm I'm down for it with the God of War. They did it right. Sure. You're down Add that new sickness. camera angle in Ugh. I should play that. Yeah, <laughs> so Oh yeah, it gets two chef's kisses. Wow. Um <laughs> Yeah, so I um I don't. I think you might have finished it before I did, Shanae. But um, oh, I did. I came over to your place and you were playing it. So you yeah. were streaming it at the time. Yeah. I was like, no, go here, do this. Oh, that's and you right. You weren't doing it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Um, the game was. The game was actually very cool. Um, I I I had a lot of fun with like I I didn't I always thought I was like I was like well, Kratos with not the Blades of Chaos he can't do that but like. That axe, that 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 axe is man. That axe is fun to swing around. That's a good axe. Yeah, that's, that's a good, a good axe. axe. That's a good axe. And uh, like, and the weight, the weight of the axe versus when you do get the blaze of chaos, I feel like changes. So yeah, it does feel they, it's like, it feels very weighty when you play the axe, and it feels definitely more loose whenever you play with the blades of chaos. And yeah. I 
like as you played it, I, there was a very like marked difference in yeah. the two weapons, and I really liked that. I didn't feel like okay, well, so this is just another way to do this with this thing. Okay, cool. Yeah. Like I don't know. It just like it just felt very different. Um, like those those mo- like I liked like moving around in that world too. Like especially like when you get once you get in the boat and Kratos is telling yeah. Atreus stories and like. That. Yeah, it's it's really cool, and um, yeah, I think that that game did a lot of really neat things, and I'm interested to see where they take it, uh, you know, after the after uh, the events of that game. Um, More but, gods. But man, like <laughs> Kratos, like he doesn't yell, he doesn't yell as much in this one, but man, yeah. the moments where he does yell, that's some good yelling. He gets, he got some uh... good yelling. Oh, and then Atreus is being a fucking dumbass. He's just that's Well, no, that's another thing too. Is that like um, I I'm a real I'm a sucker for like contextual audio in video games, and um, like when you're fighting uh, when you're fighting a monster or monsters, uh, like sometimes like when Atreus like yells like things like like hey like behind you or watch out for that magic or whatever like it's just or it's, when he's reloaded yeah, yeah it's, it's like, like it's you know? really cool like i like that stuff like really immerses me so like i thought that was like a really like that's, it's one of those th- all the small things it's well yeah because it's, it's definitely it's one of those things that are like if they didn't include it i would not have noticed but like it's just it was cool that they put that in there um, it's I, one of the few games I haven't put on my own music and then just muted it for. Yeah, um, yeah. I think that and... you're a monster. I never do that. <laughs> oh, I do it all the time. I do it all the time. Like we already talked about it. I'm so bad at. I had to stop doing it with Animal Crossing in some instances because I found out there is like audio clues for some things. I'm like, yeah. well, fuck. I just keep the keep the audio off. because I don't want to hear that same KK Slider I song. Do it sometimes he does it sometimes. Uh, Rarely. I do, sometimes. I do it all the time. But no, and then, the, so my biggest complaint about God of War is the fact that he calls Atreus boy all the time, and I feel very racist when I quote it or talk about that. Yeah, you, but it is just uh, a quote sure. from the game, sure. so I. But uh, so I don't a lot when I'm making jokes. I normally say Atreus. I mean, before like you guys would say I'll say boy, but like with like friends I don't know very well, and it, like I just like even though I know they played the game, I still feel feel very awkward saying it and yeah. i feel like I as far as boy. yeah just don't call your black friends boy shanae and you're gonna be fine uh yeah i just like it still makes me feel very uncomfortable well, uh, that's and really that's funny. like all that's very and that's funny. just like this is my own personal that, thing that's my and I generation like... now <laughs> I mean, well i could shanae i could i could see you i could see you treading lightly now especially now that you're still reeling from the Monchichi scandal that is true. That is true. Uh, it's not racist. I mean, I wasn't racist for liking them. Anyways, but uh, yeah. No, it, 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 it like I mean, I don't know that that's for you to say. What? Oh man. Would you do that episode on Cheech and Chong? No, I called it. I called it. Come on, Cheech. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I. Um, besides, I'm going to go back to that. Yeah. <laughs> if that's my complaint about this game, or my only complaint, I feel like that's it's a good game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sure. It just, it just sometimes seems a little racist, even though it's not. I'm just quoting, <laughs> like, if I'm quoting, like, a line from the game, like, whenever he's, like, getting on the boat, he's like, oh, come on, rest the family. He's like, come on, boy. <laughs> it's just Sinead just drowning in white guilt. 
All right. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent. It's it's all of my white ancestors making me feel guilty as fuck. Sure. Well, you know, just just live in that. You'll be fine. I do. <laughs> I do. <laughs> but yeah, okay. that's the last game I had on my list. Baba is you. Oh yeah, right. of course. Great game. So so different. I played this with my children and with my niece and with my sister and with my brother-in-law. No white guilt? I can't remember the last time I played a game with that many people, you yeah. know? Uh, you don't fuck, know Jack? man, it's so cool. Baba you is so fucking cool. Like, you made me download it, and I've told a bunch of people at my work about it. Yeah, no one's complained no, about it so far. There's nothing like it. There's nothing like it. And they support it like crazy. And I got stickers and shirts, and, like, it's just such a good game. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I think that like the the whole like the upturning of the whole like puzzle game is like the like the solution is I don't know it's it's hard to like put into words like what that game is really because like like the like the like verbalizing the solution like moving like and the, like moving things around like to like like change what the solution I don't know I it's it's hard to I I'm having trouble articulating it. But yeah. like, uh, like moving, like moving different optics around to like change what the solution of the puzzle actually is, and like doing things right. like that—that's that's really neat. And uh, like Baba is you. It's the only game on my list, and really even of, of the games you guys have named. I like I can't think of another game like that game. You know, yeah. Not, all of these other games, I could think of games that came before since that were similar. You know, sure. And like, yeah, there's other push block games. But, like, it's very reductive to look at Baba is You as that, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it's uh, a, pu- uh, a push word game. Or push rock game. Uh, what, about, what about you, Ryan? What's next on your list? Uh, so I have Mortal Kombat 11 on here. Um, Not surprising. <laughs> sure. Uh, so... Well, I mean, just, like, we all have games that we, like... We dig on. We yeah. talk about a lot. So there, it's the third Mortal Kombat, well, the second Mortal Kombat game that came out this generation, and it is, um, it does so much shit right, um, with very few missteps. <laughs> so, uh, so much right. Yeah, I would actually give it. I'm gonna one more two chef kisses to that game. Uh, the game it just it just feels solid to play, and the. The, the roster that they picked out for the game, even like I was talking to Tom the other day on another recording about how I feel about like the guest characters in that game and like... Um, I'm sorry, I lost you for a second. How you felt about what? The guest characters in the game. Yes, yes. Uh, about like... Yes, 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 yes. It's just like, you know, it is what it is. I think, but I think that the game is just so well balanced and it just, you know, it's, you know, it's definitely slower than its, than its two predecessors. Uh... Uh, when I say two predecessors, I mean like since the reboot happened. Um, but at the same time, it just it feels good to play. Um, I think that it does a really good job with um, with kind of introducing itself to you as far as the mechanics of the game and introducing some like kind of like basic concepts of you know fighting games in general. Like it's definitely it's not as in depth as some other. It's not as in depth as a as a Guilty Gear, but um, it gives you some basic concepts of like of you know how to like read frame data and figuring out like what moves are safe and unsafe and shit like that. Um, and on top of that, you know, it's just 
the like the playing that game competitively, uh, you know, against other people is just it's just it's just really fun and like matches online generally feel pretty good. Every once in a while, you might get like someone on Wi-Fi and it sucks, but like overall, it just feels it's just like fucking idiot. <laughs> it just feels really good. I just I have some you know there I definitely have some gripes with that game. You know I talked to uh, talked to Tom about it and like that game has like a um, it has a very specific focus on competition play. Like it acknowledges mm. tournaments in like a way that like a lot of fighting other fighting games that I played don't. But, like, it has stuff in the game that, like, I feel would make it more conducive to, like, staging tournaments. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I, it lacks things that I feel would make it more conducive. Like, it doesn't have, like, a, it doesn't have, like, a built-in tournament mode. And people have kind of had to refashion another mode to make it for tournaments. But other than that, like, the game is just a really solid, really solid fighting game. And I think that, you know, I'm really excited to see where, like, where they go from here. Um, especially like with like, I don't know what they're going to keep, if they're going to keep doing this variation, uh, shit with the game. I kind of think that like, you know, I kind of think that they could do without it, but like overall, I think that the game is, is very, very good. Um, and I think you know, it makes them too much money at this point to abandon it. Yeah, maybe. Um, yeah. yeah, but like, you know, I, it was, it was one of the first fighting games that I took really, really seriously. And um, I haven't played a lot of it lately because I kind of, I kind of got a little burned out with like a lot of, a lot of stuff going on with it, but uh, like with the community and everything, but like that didn't take away from the fact that that game is like really solid and excellent to play. And I'm excited for, you know, eventually at some point when I can, you know, you know, go to a local competition or play locals with friends or whatever. Um, but yeah, I think it's one of the better fighting games that's come out this generation. And I like it a lot. Nice. Yeah. But you, Tom, what's your next one? Oh, God. There's so many left. Uh, let's say... Let's go with Splatoon 2. Cool. Splatoon 2! I just... You know, other than... Modern Warfare 2, or excuse me, Modern Warfare 3, and uh, Team Fortress 2. It's probably the competitive shooter I put the most time into. <laughs> yeah, you weird to think about. You were always like, man, I gotta, I gotta go home. I gotta get into the Splatfest. Gotta get the Splatfest yeah. going. This, yeah, like, no, for sure. I remember that. I remember those times. It's just interesting, right? Like, there's. It, it, I've talked about it a lot in the show that there's a sadness. I have this sadness that game design is just stuck and there's a refusal to evolve. And Splatoon evolves, man. You yeah. know, like it really does. It evolves in the way that you play, uh, not just in rules, but in your contact with the game. And that comes from the first game, you know? But, uh, yeah, it's just great. It's good. It's fun. It's it feels fresh compared to other shooters. Yeah, the community is ex extremely positive. Uh, the... it's, it's like the most welcoming LGBTQ fucking gaming community that there has ever been. It seems like you know? yeah, like that uh, that uh, 
streamer I was talking about that does like the side A, side B for Animal Crossing, he yeah. got his like followers from playing Splatoon too. Yeah. No, uh, it's like he's like the most one of the most wholesome streamers I've ever seen. Yeah. And like everything I've seen from that community is nothing but positivity. Yeah. I besides the comments about how many people want to fuck the squid. Well, you know <laughs> sometimes sure. But uh, yeah, it's just great. It's it's great and it's 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 interesting because like when you see the, these games, and some of them pan out and some of them don't, I, th- I can't remember. Fuck, there was some shooter on 3DS. It was a first-party Nintendo shooter. Uh, Steam something. I don't remember. Oh, I know what you're talking I, I remember it. With, like, I don't President Mex, right? Oh, yeah, I know that game. <laughs> yeah. I remember and, that one. And, and then there's Platoon, and then uh, there's ARMS. And what's funny is, like, this is the new generation of Nintendo developers. And what's interesting about that is, like, Nintendo doesn't have a high turnover. Most Nintendo developers are, like, they're there till they retire, you know? Really? Uh, and it's it's neat to see this generation of young kids start at Nintendo and see what they're doing. And it's I feel like it's just, it's so much more daring of a shooter than all this other shit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, now I can definitely agree. Um, All right, Ryan, Ryan, what do you got next? Uh, so let me see. Okay. I'm going to go with, um, I'm going to, I'm just going to knock out all the fighting games I have on here. So street fighter five I have on here. All right. And so street fighter five is interesting, right? Because it's not my favorite street fighter. Um, but what I like what I got from playing it has made it very valuable to me. And I don't think it's a bad game, uh, by any means. Um but I've got I've gained so much from playing it. And um and and like and just the experience of playing it has been enhanced by like my conversations with Tom and uh you know, like watching different videos and uh, following different streamers and everything. And, like, I feel like out of all the fighting games that I've played this generation, that was the one I think I've learned the most uh, while playing Street Fighter Five. Um, and I feel like... That makes sense. I feel like the game has... I feel like playing it has made me uh, a better fighting game player overall. Um, but it's just, like, the things that I do like about Street Fighter Five specifically is just, like... I like the uh, the game has like a, a kind of a sense of impact with like the hits that like is really satisfying to me, and like the flow is uh, is something that like I do I definitely appreciate. Like Tom, I think um, uh, the other night I think it was last night you asked me why I like Samurai Showdown uh, more than I like The Last Blade Two, and you, you asked me if it was because of like the slower pace. Um, yeah. And I think that it, I think that it does have something to do with it. And I think that Street Fighter Five has a definitely a more deliberate pace than Third Strike or Street Fighter Four. But it, well, it has a more delayed pace, you yeah. know, and that's not an intentional thing. Uh, but like that doesn't mean it can't be something that you like. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and you know, I and I just enjoy and like some of the characters that have come out of it are characters that I really really like. And it's funny because like. I used to, uh, I, I, re- I remember I myself saying a lot of really negative shit about Kage, but 
No, he's dumb as shit. Yeah, that's but, really but I I don't know. I like that dude. <laughs> I don't know. I like him. Um, but I don't know. It's just it's just been a really good. That game has been. I think that game has been really good to me. Uh, netcode aside, um, like I, I I have like a lot of like really good memories and experiences of that game. Like I think that like especially like during this pandemic shit, like that's been. Street Fighter Five has been a really good way for me and Tom to like spend time together, um, and like make dumb jokes, um, while like while playing a game, and it's just and yeah. It's... I heard I yeah, heard a troubling, Sinead, I heard a troubling story about Ryan's childhood while playing Street Fighter Five. <laughs> <laughs> do, do I want to know? Ryan, you want to get this out in the open? Uh, I just told. Let <laughs> <laughs> me see if I can remember it right. So, like, I remember, like, so while we were playing uh, the other day, me and Tom, I, like, I, I said something about, like, I asked Tom if, if you he have, me if you have, if you have cyber sex, if you have cyber yeah. sex before you have actual sex, if that, if, if you're still a virgin, and he was, and Tom was like, yes. Tom was like, no, I guess not, and then I no. was like, I was like, well, if there's no, if there's no penetration. Well, then as I, we all know, <laughs> penetration make, means that you have sex. Or- well, like, well, what what happened was like, I was like, well, Tom, I guess I lost my virginity when I was like ten. And it was like you lost your virginity at ten. I was like, yeah, I was talking to those ladies on the internet. It was like, so you lost your virginity to what you believed to be a full grown woman who was likely an adult man. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, you know, I never thought about that. <laughs> But it's but but a lot of and it. That's why we like Street Fighter Five. Yeah, that's why Street Fighter yeah. Five is the fighting game of the year for me. Uh, no, but it's like it, it's been like. Why it's on your favorite list? Well, it's like a lot of shit like that is just like you know we play the game and like we just we just like say dumb shit to each other and like occasionally we will comment on the game itself, but you know it's just and I honestly I honestly think that like I honestly think that it that Street Fighter Five is just I think it's just a fun game. Uh, yeah. And also, um, the vanilla Street Fighter Five main menu music is so fucking cool. And I always, whenever I listen to it, like I boot the game up and I listen to it, and that game gets me so fucking hype. I love it. Uh, but yeah, Street Fighter Five is great. So I have zero fighting games on my list for <laughs> for this console generation. Uh, well, there are fighting games this generation that I do like quite a bit. Uh, I, there's not not a single fighting game this generation that I like more than previous generation fighting sure. games. Sure. You know? uh, and that sucks. Yeah. But uh, what remains yeah. of it's Finch. You guys know I love this game. Yeah. We all uh, do. We Giant all played Sparrow. it. You know, it's, yeah, like, I feel like it's what a walking simulator should strive to be now, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't yeah. feel like any of them have come close to that since. And, like, Giant Sparrow, they're just geniuses, man. They're really neat. Like, it's such a neat game. Yeah. yeah. They I get... feel like it, at least one of those stories connects with most people. Yeah. It's the first game that my daughter and I bonded over. And, like, when... If you've played... If you've played uh, The Unfinished Swan... Like that revelation is just like, you know, like, (laughs) yeah, it's, it's just super cool. Super cool. 
Uh, I like that the way that you know. I think one of the one of the things that wa a lot of walking simulators don't do is give you different ways to engage with the story or interact like with the world. And um, I like that in each of the stories in uh, What Remains of Edith Finch, like you're doing like you're doing like just a subtly different thing, you know. And uh, well, sometimes it feels like you're doing the different genres, like when you like when you go into the, like the comic book esque area. That's what I'm talking about. Um, I don't know. I feel like, it, I feel like it's pretty different. That, yeah, that's, that's what, it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm, I'm saying. Oh, I, thought you, I thought you said it. I thought you said it was barely different. Right. You said you said subtly different. Um. But yeah, uh, like the like um that game is just that game is something else, man. Um, and I think that I think that every one of those stories that I saw. You know, I think that it was it stirred a different emotion in me. I think. And I felt like I connected with I connected with most of them, in like a really like a really cool way. Um, and that's actually a game that like I've recommended to like, you know, that I've recommended to people that don't even play video games, um, because I I think it's just like one of those things where it's like, well, you know, what, like there's a part of me that's like that feels compelled to show people who don't play video games what video games could be, and yeah. that's one of those. And it's like, and what remains of Edith Finch is like always part of that conversation for me um well it's, it's not competitive it's beautiful it's yeah. like tugged on the heartstrings makes sense yeah it's, it's and i feel really like cool. as long as you were able to move a camera like as long as you were coordinated enough to use that right stick yeah that you can get through that game in two hours you know yeah yeah, yeah. very very cool game um uh, so what else have i got so much yeah. So, uh, as you, as you guys may have expected, there are some space games on this some bitch. Oh. What? what are you eating, Shanae? She's eating that Crackers? pizza. Oh. I mean, yeah, I'm eating pizza. Oh, right, no, yeah, It's it's funny that Shanae, <laughs> Shanae muted the camera while she ate the pizza, but she did not mute the camera while she was filing her hooves. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't think y'all could hear me filing my hooves down. <laughs> So now I know. Audio listeners like it. <laughs> now I know. I I didn't think my mic was picking it up. That's all right. We'll find a way to monetize that. Uh, so uh, somebody wants it. Look at look at these beautiful hands. Uh, <laughs> yuck. Okay. So uh, <laughs> so okay. I got I got Elite Dangerous on here, which is a game that you guys know how I feel about it. So um, I'm just you gonna hate it. Yeah. I'll go. I'll give you the short version of this game, or, or my feelings toward about the game. Um, just anything. Whenever I play a, uh, the big thing about space games for me is I need like massive scale. Like that's a that's a big that's a really big deal to me. And I think that there are space games that have you, they have you uh, just play like one star system, um, and like they give you stuff to do in that one star system. But like. I like a game, a space game that will give me like a lot of exploration that I can just go anywhere that I want. And um, the model of Elite Dangerous with it being like it's a one-to-one -one, uh, representation of the Milky Way galaxy. So there's like a lot of shit to do or like a lot of shit, a lot of places to go. And like even still, I was reading about it recently and um, the player base in the, gosh, the f six years that the game has been out has seen less than 2% of the galaxy, which is, like, 
amazing to me. Um, but it just like there's so many cool things to do in the game. Like you can like you can be uh, a merchant, you can be a bounty hunter, you just be an explorer, you can be a com- any combination of those. Um, mine asteroids or whatever you want to do, and it's just and it has like a whaler. Uh, well, there are, I checked the moon and there are no whales there, so sure. Uh, <laughs> but like, there's like there's politics for you to engage in, and like, what are you doing, Sinead? She's singing the Whalers on the Moon song to herself. Because oh. uh, <laughs> I can't see her lips moving, but I can't hear her. <laughs> oh, and her eyes are still muted. I was... <laughs> you were singing the Whalers on the Moon song, right? Yes. Yeah, no, I do. You were... Right, and I thought you could hear me. I didn't realize I was muted. I just, yeah, no, I, was I just, like, I, I just, I, I know. Sh- I'm, it's I'm, like when you see a TikTok video on mute. Yeah. Well, see, I, I, I know Shanae well enough to know that if you reference a song that she knows, then right. she will start. Gonna she's, going to she's, she's going to sing it. She's going to sing it. But also, you, that means you know Futurama, so. Right. Yeah, which is actually more important, but um. Yeah, the game is just—it's gorgeous. The and there's like the, all the sh- all the ships are just—they're different in some way, and like each of them, like you have to practice flying each one. And the game ha- does have a steep learning curve, uh, especially where combat is concerned, and also landing the ship. But like once you get past that, um, it's a very satisfying game. And I think you know to close it off though, the uh, they kind of overhauled a lot of different systems in the game uh specifically with uh in in uh uh respect to mining because mining was before like you would just like shoot a mining laser at a rock and just wait for shit to like come to your ship but like now they're giving you different things to do like you can use your mining laser but there's also like what they call deep core mining which is like you fire like these explosive charges into the core of the asteroid and the, like on like strategic points, and then you like then like a, a two minutes later it explodes in this huge explosion, and it's just and it's just really cool to like have little things like that. And I think that Elite Dangerous is definitely for like a very specific uh, kind of person, but you know I love it and I love space games, and that's definitely still one of the best ones out there. Yeah, you've been wild about that game for some time. Yeah. Uh, so. It's been like an hour and forty minutes. Yeah. So, how long? How much left do you have on your list, Tommy? We've got like an hour left. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. It- <laughs> I have I have at least two more that I want to mention. I have I the. Mean, All right. Either, if y'all want to keep going, then I'm gonna have to bow out now. Berto, uh, I'm recording this in our in our bedroom, and he needs to sleep. He has to be at work at seven a.m. That's okay. But that's okay. Or if we want to, we can wrap it up and say last three for each of y'all. Last three? Okay, I can do that. I can do. I can do that. I got. Okay. I got, I got three. I can. I can <laughs> pop off real quick. I can do three. All right, Ryan, you're first. Well, I just did one. Go, go, Tom. Okay. Uh, inside. I, I no, 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 no. Excuse me. I am the. I said Ryan. How do you? How do inside you? Inside by Play Dead. <laughs> <laughs> So Playdead is like the, the guys that made Limbo, right? And like mm-hmm. Inside and what is that game? Little Nightmares came out around the same time. Yeah. And I, I like Little Nightmares, but fuck Inside is just so good. It's so good. Like, I don't know what it is. It's 
just very slightly more detailed than Limbo. Yeah. Visually, right? Just very slightly more detailed. Uh, but it's just so fucking weird. And it's, it's creepier and, than Limbo. And the puzzles are weird. And it really makes you think because, like, with Limbo, they never really said anything. With with Inside, they said, yeah, there's this game is about something. We're not going to tell you what that is. You know? I don't know why they won't just tell me what it is. Tell me what it's about. I mean, that's part of the mystery, right? And it's definitely, like, making up your own mind on it. And I know what I think it's about, but, like... What do you think it's about? Uh, I think it's Drugs about... and butt stuff? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I actually think it's kind of sad. I think it's about, like, uh, finding safety in community only to be let down by that. But... Uh... That's dire. Yeah, and I definitely yeah. could be wrong. <laughs> yeah. I definitely could be wrong, but that's what I take from it. But, like... It's just such a cool fucking game, man. Yeah. Yeah. So, then tell them what's the next game. Oh, for me? Uh, fuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> PT. PT is oh nuts. Oh, my God. Uh, okay. Is it a uh, oh whole, whole game about this demo? Well, okay, it's a playable teaser, right? But it's what we got. It was it's great. Fucking game. Uh, it was great. Mm-hmm. I got very scared. Fantastic. I was so scared. So scared. And you know what's neat? Like... I think a lot of these games could have been last-gen games. I don't think PT could have been uh, because of the visuals, right? Because it's just that one hallway, because that hallway is the only thing that's rendered. Right. They could do such a high level of detail with it. And, like... scary stuff. It's an argument for visuals in games, for, like, high-fidelity graphics in games. Uh, You know... Because I think it's only as effective as it is because of how realistic it looks, you know. Yeah. I think if it, I think if it, I think if that game looked like Outlast, it would still be scary, but like yeah. not nearly on the same level. Sure. You know. Yeah. Not not yeah. terrifying and nightmare inducing. Yeah. Uh, I told yeah, I told I, I told Tom to tell his kids that that ghost lady in that game lived next door. Yeah, that game made my daughter throw did you? a controller. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did you tell her that? No, I did have. not. I, I did not. And then you when I get, I get you one more. try to scar your children. <laughs> okay, <laughs> if I only get one more, then I'm going to pick Gravity Rush 2. <laughs> All right. Cool. Gravity Rush, it's like... As a as a franchise, it feels like a franchise out of time, like out of out of place, right? Like it it, it feels like something that should have come out in the '90s but never did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like they couldn't have made this game in the '90s, you know. But like, it's got that weird Sega feel to it, like thematically and totally, um, it's like a '90s game. Kind of, yeah, and like it's just. It's just so cool. It's so good. And, and like Baba is you. Like, yeah, it's an open world game, but there's no open world game like this one. You yeah. Know? Uh, it's really neat. It's really neat. And the characters and their writing is very charming. If you're into anime, uh, if you are not, you probably hate this game. But, uh, you know, and like the whole, like, it does the whole, like, uh, the whole, you know how, like, a lot of anime likes to, like, really copy, like, like it's anime, but like it's latent, right? So it's it's Europe, or like it's yeah. it's anime, but it's French, but it's not really French, but it's what it, Japanese people think French. 
stuff yes. is like, you know? Yeah. It's like that, and it, it, it's very charming. Uh, almost almost in, like, a Nino Cooney type of way, you know? Like, it's very, very cool. Best yeah. boy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right, Ryan, what are your three? All right, so I got Final Fantasy fifteen. Um, man, I love good boys being good boys. I love that game, man, and I I think that like (laughs) just some good boys being good boys. Uh, They're not good old boys, just good boys. uh, Yeah, yeah. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But uh, no, I like that game a lot, man, and it's and it's. There and I don't know. I I think that like I played a I played a fair number you know. of uh, uh, Final Fantasy games, but like none of them have really. I never really connected with any of them the way that I connected with this one, and I was never immediately drawn into any of them the way I was with this one. And like I just like I think it, one of the things that like I have a few things that always get me, and one of the things is like stuff with best friends. And the whole time, these guys are just being best friends and looking out for each other. And it's just, it's very sweet. And, like, even though Noctis is kind of being a bummer because, you know, his dad. The big old bummer. He's, yeah. Because he's sad about his dad. But then he comes around and, like, he's just being, like, and, like, they're all just being, like, there for each other. And, like, and also, like, on top of that, like, the game is just fun to play. Like, it's incredibly, the game is incredibly easy to play. But, like. At the same time, like it's 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 still fun. It's great to look at, and like doing things in the world, like the fishing is fun. Like just driving around in the world is fun. Um, like taking pictures of different things is like really cool, and like finding choke the, the chocobos and all that stuff is just really really. Awesome. Yeah, <laughs> sure. And like <laughs> like all that stuff is like just really really awesome. And you know, I know that like a lot of Final Fantasy purists will like kind of shit on that game for one reason or another but like you know for my time like that's the one that i like the most um nice i really like that game a lot uh i also i also have spider-man on here spider-man okay Uh, spider-man was badass (laughs) so um wait did you finish spider-man yeah i did awesome yeah so um the f- the first time like when you when you load in that game Spider-Man is like in mid web swing and like the first time like you swing down like get really close to the traffic like as he swing it it's just like it's exhilarating and it's just so cool <gasps> yeah it's just like i felt like my i felt like my like my stomach like i don't know it's just it was really cool and like it was and a like, pretty visceral reaction yeah and like and also like peter is like very well acted like they and like he's just a very believable like not just as Peter, Peter Parker, Parker. But he's just like a very believable guy, and like again, uh, like I much like I said with uh, Wolfenstein, comic book comic book games don't usually make me emotional, but there is a specific scene in Spider Man that definitely did, and um, was it when Uncle Ben dies? Yeah, I just <laughs> you just you never see it coming, you know. And it's just, it hits harder every time. But, um, every time. But, like, it's, the game itself is just so cool. Like, the, the, the renditions of, like, all these different villains. Like, I never, like, like, even, they even made Vulture look cool. And, like, he's, like, the dumbest looking one. But, like, he's, there's but, a lot of dumb Spider Man villains. Uh, yeah, but, like, 
yeah, the game is just really fun to play. <laughs> the game is really fun to play, and like, like the city is fun to traverse. Like, there is fast travel in the game, but I like never used it because it was just always just fun to like swing from place to place, and it was just it's a really awesome game. Um, yeah, I like it. I, li I like. I do that. want to say something about Spider Man. I like Spider Man quite a bit. Uh, super fun game, right? Like, I think a platinum did like three days. It's fucking great. Yeah, but like. So I started thinking a lot about Spider-Man this week because Microsoft had their little online event, right, where they showed some of their games that are going to be coming out for next generation. Yeah. Uh, including mm -hmm. Assassin's Creed, Valhalla, or whatever it's called, right? And, like... Yeah, fuck it. All over the place, people are, like, pissed because they promised gameplay, and they're like, oh, this isn't gameplay. Well, you know, it really made me think about the reveal of... of uh, Insomniac Spider-Man because like people said the same thing when they saw that trailer we want gameplay and it turns out most of that, that was trailer gameplay. was gameplay yeah. you know uh, so I just think people need to be a little more patient and believe in next gen yeah know? or at least have confirmed is this gameplay or not right yeah right. I, mean, uh, I think they know it helps I mean what else you got but to your... about now you know um um um. <laughs> all right well all right, what's, your, what's your last one <sighs> fuck i got so many good ones all right i guess i'll go with um i mean you know what i'm gonna fuck it i'm gonna go with dark souls 3 so all right, cool um, i was not expecting that yeah so man more than bloodborne yeah actually um but like bloodborne is very don't get me wrong bloodborne is is an excellent game, and that that was also on this list. But um, Sinead's cutting it sh that shit down. Yeah. Well, I could just go ahead and just. How do I hang you up? But. <laughs> All right. I'll, I almost just hung myself up for the joke, but no, just keep going with Dark Souls three. So, like, what oh. I like about Dark Souls, like Dark Souls three, is just it's interesting to me, because Dark Souls three felt like, in a lot of ways, it just felt like better Dark Souls one. It just, it took Dark Souls, it took everything about, everything that was great about Dark Souls 1 and just, just like tightened it up, just like fine tuned it and just like made it nice. It's tight. It's just nice and tight. And it just feels good. And like, it's just a gorgeous game. And like, piecing together that story and it's just like, it's just so fucking good. And like, going through each going through each area and like these bosses are just so amazingly rendered and have like so many cool mechanics to them and like and like just conceptually are just like really really cool and like it's just an event it's just a fantastic game um and you know honestly one of the things about dark souls one is i had a lot of fun playing that um playing that cooperatively with our friend Jimmy, but the thing about Dark Souls One and the co-op in that game is it was like kind of um that shit was kind of random, and yeah, like, and like so it didn't always work as you intended. So there's there's a lot of hoops you had to go through if you wanted to play with a specific person, but like ever since after since this is since this is a game that came out after Bloodborne, they took the the cooperative shit 
from Bloodborne and implement it into Dark Souls 3. So now I can, like, queue up and play the game with, like, a specific person. And that was just, like, really important to... Uh, it was a really, that was a really important improvement to me. But even, like, as a single-player experience, that game is just fan-fucking-tastic. And uh, Dark Souls 3 is just a great game. Dark Souls 3, in my opinion, is the best game in that series. So, I love it. Uh, do y'all have any closing thoughts? Yeah, I've got some closing thoughts real quick. Uh, Curse of the Moon, The Mummy Demastered, <laughs> Marble It Up, and Control. Okay, uh, here are my closing thoughts. Uh, Resident Evil 2 Remake, No Man's Sky, Monster Hunter World, Bloodborne, oh. uh, Doom, Red Dead Redemption 2, Mafia 3, and... Oh, I was going to talk about... <laughs> have some faith, Arthur! He's got to have Stay some faith. With me. Stay with me, Arthur. <laughs> All right. Uh, and and uh, Killing Floor 2. All right. So that's uh, that Christmas music. Oh, my God. <laughs> so uh, if you want to tell us about your favorite games, we have a Discord. We're on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Um Follow us on any of the YouTube follow or us other Arthur. podcast apps. <laughs> Hit, smash that like button. Hit subscribe. Make sure that bell's ding. Um, all of that bullshit. But uh, bye, guys. Later. Bye.